0: Hey, Brian here. And before we jump into this episode, I wanted to first say thank you so much for listening every single week to the Do Marketing Differently podcast. We really do try to bring you just tons of value and things that you can go and implement immediately into your marketing game. And if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button, share this content with anybody else you think it might be valuable for. On today's episode, we have American Estates with us in our brand new studio space. And just like any new spot that you get, we have had some growing pains of figuring out where to place cabling and our setup and our audio equipment and stuff like that. And we did not catch some digital noise issues on the front end, but we definitely have it on the back end. We fixed it and future episodes will sound a lot better. But if you hear something in the recording, that is what it is. And, but it still does not take away from the amazing content that is shared from American Estates and their story and their journey. They are just crushing it in the social media game, as well as on TikTok. And it really just their personalities and their character ring through. Uh their business and so make sure you guys go out and check them out. American Estates, but then also just this episode is fantastic. So you're gonna get a ton of value out of this. I'm super excited about it, and we're gonna jump into it right now. Three, two, one, zero,
1: lift-off. We have a lift off.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Do Marketing Differently podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is presented by Go Rogue X. We're super excited to uh, get back in the studio today to bring you some awesome marketing advice, but also some cool stories from awesome people like we have today, Lauren. Who are our guests?
2: We've got American Estates with us, and I'm yeah,
0: excited. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
3: Happy to be here.
0: Yes, yes. And you guys are hanging out in our new, almost fully a functioning honest. studio we're just i mean You're it's like there. 80% you know we got the soundproofing done we kind of got that you know the it's essentials awesome. taken care <laughs> of yeah uh, but uh, yeah, we're super excited to uh, to chat with you guys about your journey, your story, how you got started. But also, you guys are doing some pretty cool marketing stuff as well, and so we want to dive into that. It's, uh, Ninety-two thousand followers on TikTok, something around there. Too bad. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Just getting started. Too. Just getting. I love that. That's awesome. Okay. Well, before we dive into all of that, we like to have some fun. Yes. So, what is that, Lauren?
2: Um, each week, we like to start our episodes up with "What are you obsessed with this week?" So, we'll start with Nikki. What are you obsessed with this week?
3: This week, I am obsessed with the mountains, and the reason that I say that is because we just got back from a week in Yellowstone, and prior to that, I had spent a week hiking in Colorado, so I am fresh out of just being completely consumed with absolute wonder in nature and getting somewhere and exploring, and so... That's what I'm obsessed with.
0: That is awesome. Concise I'm so like awesome. Yes. <laughs> like very, she's, she's on it. Yeah. That's uh that's really cool. I'm ready to start traveling again. Yes. Get back out there. Oh, how about you, Jesse? just came back kind of
4: segueing off of uh, Nikki there, I mean, we did uh, just take a vacation, so uh, I'm kind of obsessed with reading some okay. Stephen King short stories. Oh, so nice. snap. Um, I usually, my vacation mode is, you know, how many books do I think I could chew through? Yeah. Uh, but knowing we were going to Yellowstone and we're probably going to be preoccupied, I took short story collections and uh, I got pretty locked in on those. So at night now, I've been trying to get back into it. I'm I'm usually the type. I love reading, but I usually fall asleep with the book on my face, so. <laughs> and it hurts sometimes. If you're lying on your back, it thumps you in the head. You know, it's like reading it or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> that's that's back, a, that's a know, five just, pound book. Yeah, buy it. <laughs> yeah <so. laughs>
0: that's hilarious. We we actually our last podcast we yep. talked about. Uh, we had a Stephen King fan, a horror fan. She runs she, a horror she, podcast. Yeah, so. she's Very a designer nice. so as well. Nice. Yeah, so we that. we dove yeah. into that. one it was pretty pretty cool. So how yeah. about you, Lauren?
2: So my husband and I are watching a show that is super weird. Um, it's called Doom Patrol. Um, okay. It's on HBO, and it is it is a trippy DC comic <laughs> show. And it is really weird. I don't know how we've kept going. But we finished the first season the other day, and if you're into some DC comic and it, you're willing to stick it out, <laughs> it is really interesting. It's got some really good character development. I think that's why we've enjoyed it. Um, but, yeah, it's very trippy yeah so, nice yeah.
0: nice yeah. so I uh, I am late to this game okay. but I am I am becoming obsessed with Hamilton oh, gosh. on Disney plus <laughs> I just it is just like this it's not even just I, I've only seen it twice and they were spread out but it's yeah. like the songs are just in my head all the time so I was asking Ava Ava a friend of the show down there taking photos <laughs> she uh, I was like is it just me or is Hamilton's song just like they just play all day long in my head? It's driving me crazy. Your wife
2: never stops singing. She's Well, why. that's probably why, too, yeah.
0: We have that just nonstop. So, uh, yeah, but I love I love me some Hamilton. I wish I could see wow. it
2: live now. You're, like,
0: gone deep now. I <laughs> went... Well, it's all the rap battles and stuff? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's just so good. There you go. I was trying to... I was throwing shade at it at first. I was like, it's going to be dumb. This is stupid. I don't want to see this. I don't want to watch it. Like, <laughs> come on. It's well worth it. So, anyway. All right. Hey, that's cool. I'm actually... Planning to go to Mexico next month. So I'm really excited to just sit and read a book nice. and just vacation mode. Sit, yeah, in vacation mode. It's going to be amazing. Ugh, awesome. So ready. So you should ready.
2: pick a fiction book.
0: I should. I'm always nonfiction and they're mm. always getting on to me like, you need something. He
2: reads business books. I'm with you. I, 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 I get that. <laughs> I'm like, It's like what time to
3: I? relax and learn how to improve myself. Yes. <laughs> thank you. I think you. Nikki had packed with
1: some
4: Brenny Brown.
1: Or
3: yeah. What, <laughs> okay.
0: Brown. Oh, yeah. So good. Exactly. See, well, All right. that's. I'm not the only one. I, I don't you're feel not. so I bad now. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll make a healthy balance of it. So, but uh hey, so let's hear about you guys. Let's hear really how your story started, where you guys came from because I know there's some like working in corporate America, jumping and doing this thing. Uh we are just so I'll tell you just ahead of time I saw your storefronts and then all of a sudden found out how many people knew you guys. And then I don't, I'm like, how have we not known about them before? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so anybody I was telling, was like, yeah, I was like, we're thinking about having American estates on. They're like, oh my goodness, you have to. <laughs> that, oh man. they're. Fr- I'm like highly embarrassed of our tabletop right oh, now because <laughs> I'm like, I was thinking I was like moving it around, repositioning. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing.
4: I thought about that too. <laughs> we
0: need to get, we need to have you guys commission something for it's us much lighter
4: here. carrying it up those stairs. Yeah. So <laughs> you made the right decision. Maybe. it really was <laughs> actually
0: yeah. um, but it is one of those things that you guys have amazing products and, and just quality wise I mean, anyway, anybody we've talked to has mm-hmm. just sang your praises and so it's really cool Thank you so much. Uh, we really again appreciate you guys coming on but tell us kind of from the beginning what's where this idea came from and then yeah how you guys launched
4: yeah. Yeah. well I would say um, I'll, I'll take it from the beginning I'll try to be fairly short because I've been accused of talking too much yeah. <laughs> um, but you know I've been doing this um, for about nine years now. I realized the other day I've been saying I've been doing it for eight years for about three years. So I figured it was time to bump it up. I, I think officially I'm in nine-year territory. Um, started out really small. Essentially growing up, all I wanted to do was be a rock star. And I I really got really close with that, um, You know, knocked on the door, sort of got to that met the devil at the crossroads type of thing and thought, yeah, I think actually I'm going to turn back. So um, – came back and just went to work with my father doing home remodels you know good honest work hard work uh, never bothered me except that I just kind of realized you know there's this artist that was kind of dying inside of me I, I just I needed that fulfillment of just artistic expression um, so I kind of started thinking about what what's next and this conversation popped into my head about when I was a uh, like I think I was 16 years old and my brother and I, you know, uh, he was 14. We were kind of populating this house because we lived with my pops, but he wasn't really there much because he was kind of with his uh, with his lady and, you know, we could handle ourselves. So we were kind of making our space our own. And I think I found this old sewing machine base and, you know, one of those wrought iron singer things and put some plywood on top. And I was like, I made a table. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> and, you know, I was reflecting to my brother about my awesomeness and thought, man, you know. It'd be really cool to make furniture for a living is, oh yeah, that'd be awesome. So here I am like 10, 12, 13 years later, something like that, thinking about what in the world am I going to do with myself? I just, I need something more. And I I thought about that conversation and realized, well, you know what? I've got access to tools. I've got comfortability with using them. I'm not afraid of working hard. I've got creative ideas. I was going to jump into this. Um, So jump into it. I did. Um, had some growth from, you know, something I did nights and weekends to something I was doing full time to, I need some help and so on and so forth. Um, about three years into it, Nikki, uh, came onto the scene and, uh, my poor management had things in pretty bad shape. I mean, we were doing a lot of volume, you know, making awesome stuff like, Stuff that, you know, is now very well-recognized, you know, Onyx down the street here, Oven and Tap here locally, you know, big projects. Um, but from a business standpoint, this this wild little artist was not doing a very good <laughs> job.
1: Um,
4: so I'll skip the romantic story about how we met. That would probably be an entire <laughs> podcast, but I'll just shorten it up. We met on Instagram. Right. Oh. Um, I mildly stalked her. Yeah. and. Got the job done. Nice. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, essentially we had kind of a reckoning there. Um, you know, sh- uh, we'd been together for a few months and she, she had been, you know, kind of helping around at the shop, you know, just for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a fun thing. Um, she had this illusion that I carefully crafted of me being this, like, really successful but kind of uh weird artist that lived in my shop because i was you know really dedicated to the grind certainly
3: not Um, actually homeless yeah
4: (laughs) um but uh she kind of got an idea where i was really at and then she started kind of trying to help in that um so it was towards the tail end of that year which was 2015 when we like officially llc'd as a business i met Nikki she was like, what you're doing is not working. I think I can help you. (laughs) She had a corporate job at the time. So she was coming over, uh, you know, late afternoon, working with me into the night and, uh, we stripped it back down to just me. And, uh, at the time I had eight full-time employees, we stripped it back down to me and figured out how to do it right. And started growing from there. Um, it's, it was a choppy road from there yet, you know, still an immense amount of lessons to learn, but we sort of look at that as sort of the, the starting point is, you know, like the summer, fall of 2015. That's when we really started what is truly American Estates now. Um, and that's where Nikki came in uh, in 2016, left her corporate job summer 2016
1: mm-hmm. and came to
3: work for me. Yeah. Together. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I work for you. I work you. <laughs> He works work for me. For yeah, that's why I, <laughs> let's
0: get it right. Let's get it right. So, so you left your corporate job and went full-time. And so what are kind of the roles in the business and uh, who handles what?
3: Well, the reality is that we both do a lot of stuff together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have different strengths, but it's really hard for us to truly separate. So, I mean, Jesse is the predominant you know, creative, he's the visionary, he's the designer. But I also have, you know, a love for those things and a and a talent along with Jesse that is just kind of we see things differently and I think when we come together is really what has actually made us get to where we are now is that we do both work on things together. But um, you know, as he drives into that more and more, the thing that I really love and, and thrive in, I think, is the marketing the social and some of the more, you know, actual business stuff, not just like, oh, I'm a business owner, but like, how do you make something be a business? You know, how do you go from I enjoy doing this to I can make money doing this? Um, and so we both wear a lot of hats, but I think predominantly – uh, as we get more and more into it, we're each able to lean more into what we're really most passionate doing.
0: Yeah. 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 That's incredible. That's awesome. That's I think it's funny cause kind of during the pandemic, I think a lot of people have started side hustles mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people are in that, that mode right now of like, Hey, I enjoy doing this and I want to kind of take this to the next level and I'm making a little bit of money here and there, but you know, could this actually be a full-time thing? So mm-hmm. it's really cool to hear, Honestly that I mean the struggle is real, right? He's right out of the real. gate. <laughs> <He's>
1: very real.
0: <laughs> but it is one of those things that kind of that persistence, you know, through time being able to actually make it a reality. That's really cool. Yeah. So um so what's uh where what what attracted you to him? I mean, what was what was this? Was it his manliness?
3: Or <laughs> yeah, was it his... you know, it was the <laughs> tattoos mostly. No, I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean When Jesse and I first interacted, like you said, we met on Instagram, and I, I like, hate when he says that because to me that's, like, creepy kind of, you know? But, uh, you know, I followed him because his account had done, like, a giveaway, you know, Mm -hmm. follow, and, you know, we're getting close to a certain benchmark, and so someone here in Northwest Arkansas had posted it, and I, oh, that's cool, I'll follow that, and then I have been really into like DIY stuff you know so straight out of college when I started my career I bought a house and started doing some DIY projects I made like a bed some floating shelves you know just different things that I could do in the evenings with some very cheap tools in my garage and I would share about that on my Instagram that was just something that for fun I would kind of like tell the story of what I was taking on and at the time Jesse was kind of checking in with people who are regularly interacting with his account because, hey, you know, could be a potential buyer or yeah, someone oh who's yeah, interested. Definitely. So, I mean, he did a great job growing the initial, you know, 5,000 or so followers on Instagram before I had even, you know, heard of him. But he started seeing me and I guess it was It really the question wasn't what attracted, you know, me to him, because yeah. he, you know, <laughs> he was chasing me. But uh, the first time that we ran into each other in person, I mean, we just sat down and talked about, you know, oh, you know, what are you about? And, I mean, it just, we instantly clicked. Yeah. And um, I could see his passion for, you know, everything that he did and still does. And uh, it was exciting to me, and so it didn't take very many times with us getting together and talking for us to realize, I think we're interested in getting together and talking about this, like on, yeah. on building
0: basis.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Well, and you pointed out something too, that is super helpful, especially, you know, we have a lot of small business owners, marketers that listen to our podcast, And so it really is in that space of talking about growing channels. They're always like, well, Hey, how do I grow my business? How do I grow on Instagram? How do I, you know, and it's, it really is like the reaching out, interacting that that engagement Mm -hmm. will just go through the roof because you're replying to comments when people call me, it's an actual social platform. And so you're treating it like that. And so I think that's where a lot of companies honestly don't do that. They're just like, well, I just want content out there. And then I want a lot of followers. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you do have to kind of put some skin in the game of interacting with people in that space or they're using those same hashtags or stuff. So, um, well, I mean, this is completely the sidebar, but what was it that you were doing to kind of help grow that? Was it kind of along that same line? I mean, what were you doing?
4: Yeah, I, you know, I would say that my growth early on was just like pure grassroots, being authentic, just genuinely enjoying making a community of, you know, talking to other people, a lot of other, you know, people that were in the field, makers and and builders and things like that. Um, And just, you know, having a good, honest, genuine, you know, banter back and forth. I really enjoyed that. Um, You know, it was to me, I – just because of my particular place in life at the time, I mostly worked through the night um, and – because I was taking care of my little boy during the day and uh, so that was sort of – that was my community. That was my interaction with people. So I think that that, that really helped and, and you don't have to be in that position in order to to grow in that way. It's just that authenticity and like being genuine with people Um You know, led to a lot of growth. Now, uh, because of the particular situation I was in, um, a lot of our followers were like in Australia and Asia because I was on, you know, Instagram interacting through the night yeah, Yeah. and, you know, it was like their daytime there. So um, it was a little bit of of an odd, you know, following in the beginning. So I imagine we've had a lot of change over since then um you know when when Nikki came about you know it was like well you know you might want to think about how to like actually utilize this as a tool yeah. instead of just like <laughs> you know yay for me i've got this many numbers you know it's <laughs> like if they're not local or they're not going to buy because you're not offering things that they can buy like what is the point you yeah. know so uh, i think it was at that point we started trying to you know forget the number of people it's about quality of engagement and quality of following. So if it's like, you know, if it's a bunch of people that are never going to buy your product because you don't have anything to sell to them, then, you know, okay, cool. You got some, you got some numbers. Um, So we started intentionally focusing at least in that phase on uh, growing a following that was, you know, mostly local and regional centric People that you know potentially might actually you know turn into a client or a customer of ours. Um, so uh, you know our Instagram stayed at a level that wasn't like wow, like look at this. We you weren't know? looking
3: for millions of followers on yeah. Instagram, but you know. we've had a
4: very effective uh, following, and a lot of a lot of our clientele are coming to us. Yeah, I saw something on Instagram, started following you, and you know so. Uh, it was good, authentic following. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will say this. I mean,
0: a lot of it, too, is probably just quality of images and videos. I mean, you guys do great with that, too. <laughs> I was about to ask. I was like, so who you, is the... You uh, scroll
4: back a few years in there and you see...
3: I've tried I mean, to hide most <laughs> of we've that. Archived, <laughs> we've
4: archived a lot of stuff that from back so when so I was funny. doing it. But, uh, yeah, you can... You can see what was posted from my <laughs> iPhone four, you know. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, she's she's got a strategy, and you know, there's a there's a rhyme and a reason to how she posts, and it's it's wonderful.
0: Nice. Well, and we've always been, so. Is, I'm trying to remember. Is there a son Rubio or is that? <laughs> I see the name okay, on the yeah. So, on TikTok, okay. I was like, oh sorry. Go so ahead.
3: <laughs> our son is Simon.
0: Yeah, Simon Shredswell and, and oh, okay. Rubio.
3: Yeah. is the finished product that we use that yeah. you probably saw a video of him I did, applying yeah. it, and he's saying, this is how you apply Rubio MonoCode, uh, and that's the product we use. That's so.
0: so funny. I was like, it was a super cute video. By Rubio right. would be so, a cool you. name.
3: Yeah.
4: That's what I was I
0: was like. I, I, don't, really I don't think cool. my pasty
4: white redhead son could pull out Rubio. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Very exotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, talk to us about that because you guys have, ha- have done some really cool like behind the scenes videos um, you said one hit i think before we started but it was 3 350 yeah uh, 350,000 views what was what's kind of been that niche that you guys have really found that works uh, in that space on TikTok specifically
3: yeah so well i'll start by saying that we started TikTok as something that was like a oh wow a no pressure like no yeah. following thing Just you know because it was like do, yeah. with instagram i'm like extre- you know i'm like I can't post something that's not part of my original plan here. Like, I, can't, yeah, I, I care. I cared about it, you know, honestly, I think too much, which led to us going to TikTok just to kind of create for fun, low pressure, record on the phone, whatever. And we realized that with a few hashtags of, you know, woodworker, you know, maker, FYP. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever.
4: Like, what is FYP? I don't know. Everyone puts it on there. Yeah. I I know. Yeah, this shows
3: how little he's (laughs) aware of. No, no, not really. But anyway, you know, what we realized is that with TikTok specifically, you have a completely flooded, you know, group of consumers who are, they are looking for things to follow. and you know a lot of people think oh well i'm not going to make content for tiktok because that's where people go and dance and i'm not interested in dancing well like we're not dancing either you know like there are people who are looking to find what they're interested in but the the app is so young that there aren't a ton of people who are masters both in the industry and in producing video content for it and i think that's been you know we've been fortunate that we are you know I would like to say, I would like to say I think we're good at what we do but we are also really good at capturing it mm-hmm. yeah. and finding a way to prioritize sharing that as you know a a part of our honestly part of our product as yeah. a company um, you know the the content that we put out online on a numerous numerous platforms like that is a huge thing that we care about and feel like it's a way that we connect with people before they're, you know, in a position to buy from us or hire us, you know, like we are for the community yeah, more than yeah. anything else. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I think, I mean, you it kind of goes back to the know, like, and trust, right? Mm-hmm. Do they know you? Do they like you? Do they trust you? And you can build that so easily on a social platform and you guys have done a great job of that too. Um, and I think even with Back to your point that people are looking for interests like that that they like on there. My wife is one; she loves the home decor ones. Yeah. It's like never mind life. would I have thought a home decor would be such a big thing on TikTok, but it's like, mm-hmm. hey, this is me. And Now I put this here. Now I change this. Now I'm like, <laughs> that is not my interest at all. Yeah. And it, but she's found that on there. And again, it's kind of like people thinking it's only teenagers dancing but it's like no you kind of your algorithm can really make yeah. it to where you find some really
4: cool things and it's so. still being defined as a platform yeah you know and uh, and i will say like tiktok is kind of a different animal for us because like Initially, when we started, we're like, we're going to respond to every single comment. We're going to yeah. – and, you know, like that that video that early on that went to like 350,000, I mean, that put us to the test. Like we're like, we don't have time for this. It was like there's mm.
3: hundreds of comments. Yeah, you know, but a few wow. – fe-
4: and, you know, and people would comment things like, oh, thank you so
3: much. I feel like you, con- you you commented back day. like that. You made
4: my day. And I'm like, why? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like nobody actually just like on Instagram. We're not that yeah. cool. But then, yeah. but then, you know, a few weeks later, we had a video that is now pushing 5 million views. Wow. And That one was just like, all right, Jesus, take the wheel. We We cannot do these comments anymore. And it just, you know, you just kind of had to let it go. Okay. You know, and now we kind of understand it's like, okay, that's why someone was like, oh, you know, I can't believe you commented back. Because it does get to a point where it's like, all right, first of all, literally, Five hundred people have already said that exact same thing. Yeah, I, c- I cannot respond to this one more time. But you know, but that was that was a that was a crazy time too because we're just sitting there on the couch, like literally, like two nerds, just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my god, like just watching this like go viral. Like our follows are going up by the like hundreds per minute. You yeah. know, and we're just that's like, insane. this is cool. crazy. So TikTok it's working. is thrilling. <laughs> it's, working. Yeah, you know. it's like a it's like a social media wild west. You know. Yeah, that's so yeah. great.
0: Well, that's what a lot of people. People have related TikTok to is being basically Facebook 2010, mm-hmm. Instagram 2012. Like mm-hmm. it's really just a free for all, and just which is what makes it fun. And that's what I miss about Instagram. I miss mm-hmm. about Facebook back in the day. And so that's pretty cool. Okay, Lauren, I, I, she she told me she was like, I have some questions. She's like, but I'm sure you'll have a ton of questions. Oh, so, does. I, I do. <laughs> I'm so gonna I'm going to defer back. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs>
1: <That's>
0: cool. <laughs> I'm nerding out a little bit. This, they this just is awesome. forget I'm even
1: here. So. <laughs>
2: No, it was great. Um, but I did want to ask, how did you guys choose the name?
4: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was um, – that's one of those ones that I was like, I'll have to keep short. I was operating under a different name that was horrible. Okay. I could not come up with anything, so I just kind of threw something out there. Um, but when it, when it came time that I was going to, like, really legitimize LLC, all that kind of stuff, I needed to have – well, I mean, I was – I was going into like talking to people who were going to do branding and didn't really know what I really wanted my business to be called. And so shortly before that, uh, you know, went down, um, and you know, Jeremy Teff and black box did our branding. I was like, all right, I got to find something killer. And I was talking to John Allen who, uh, owns Onyx coffee lab, a dear friend of mine. And. We, he was telling me about this exciting new coffee. You know, he was still in the early stages. They were really starting to just like take off at that point. And he was like, yeah, you know, I just went to this place. We got this awesome coffee coming in. It's a something, something, something estate lot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. That sounds awesome. And I can't wait to drink it. You know, I get off the phone and I think a few minutes later, I was like, American estates that's awesome. And so, you know, it's like (laughs) one of those things where you think you got like the, the idea and you like, you call somebody and tell them and like have affirmation and nobody answers. Everyone, (laughs) you're getting voicemails. You're like, ah, somebody just tell me this is good. But, uh, eventually, you know, that I, I landed on that. I liked the way that it, because it resonated with me. Um, you know, despite its random unrelated origin to me, one of the like core tenants of our business is the, um, is the idea of, you know, people, our society for a very long time became very just consumerist. It, you know, it was just buy quick, fast garbage. I want it now, you know? So, uh, this company was born out of my own pain points from that, you know, when I bought my first house and I was populating it, it was like, man, I got, you know, two people, three bedrooms. 1,800 square foot? I got to fill all these rooms with something. They can't just be empty rooms. You know, truth is I bought too much house, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, So, you know, buying stuff at Target, Ikea, garage sales, you know, all this stuff. You buy it and you're like, oh, this looks great. And you feel like you're happy with it. But then, you know, within months it's on the curb or you're giving it away or selling in a yard sale, giving it to Salvation Army, whatever it is but that was kind of how you know a lot of people in our country were, were doing things and right about the time you know I started this I felt that you know there was kind of a swing people were like man I don't want this junk anymore you know I want stuff that's good it's quality you know to some it was really important they wanted it made in america or locally made or you know they, they want a story you know and I really you know I locked in on that. Those values were important to me, and I wanted to be able to build things for people that, you know, when they move on from this earth, their kids are going to fight over who gets to take it instead of who has to take it to Goodwill or to the <laughs> dumpster. You know, that's that's been my thing. And so, you know, in a state, you know, yeah, you know, people think of like real estate, like. Uh, Or like a mansion on big rolling, you know, well-manicured lawns and all that. Yes, but your estate is sort of, you know, what you build in your life and what you leave behind to your children and to the next generation. And so that's what we want to be tied into is like providing, you know, um, pieces of furniture for people that they are going to be able to generationally pass down. Um, part of their estate and their legacy, you know, legacy is a word that's really tied into our company as well. So, uh, it just, when that hit, it was like, okay, this is why I couldn't come up with anything good because this is what was destined for me, you know, right here. And it, it's always felt, felt right. Um, I think you just took us to church.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I, mean, I was like, I am inspired right now. Reach. Hey, this
4: is, this, this is why, this is what I used to do before I worked here. <laughs> I just want
0: to go home and throw out everything and then just commission Bring you guys it. to do everything for us. That's that's amazing. Wow. Okay. Maybe someday we'll
4: have like a push pull drag it event where you can trade your yeah. <laughs> Ikea.
0: <laughs> Cash or clunkers yeah. of furniture. So I like yeah. it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, speaking of that, one of the things I was um, getting on your website and kind of looking and just kind of getting the feel for your company and everything, um, and I noticed that you guys had a page for called Your Legacy. Event, yeah. And that seems to match with what you just saying, so
3: tell us a little bit, what is your legacy fund? Yeah, so our legacy fund is something that we created out of basically a desire to give back to the community. Um, we have had a lot of people say to us things like, oh man, you know, I, I wish that I could have something like that, but I just, I, I don't think I could ever afford that or, you know, whatever. We, we know that what we build is a quality product that has a high value and that, you um, You know, it can make a big difference when you walk into a home and you see someone who's proud of something in their space. And we have known so many people in the community who have made such an impact, but who have hit, you know, hard times or, you know, just need a little something. And we created this fund as a way for us to essentially self-fund donations to people that are... You know, either needing some help or just deserving of some honor, um, and we've been raising that over the last couple of months, and are going to be choosing our kind of first recipient here in the basically in time for the holiday season this this season. So,
4: well, yeah, it's one of those things that kind of got a little tripped up by the the whole COVID yeah. thing, you know. But uh, yeah, we're we're incredibly excited about that. You know, just yeah. we want to be able to get into a really good rhythm of just blessing people in our community that do things selflessly for yeah. others
3: who represent living a life of legacy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the reason that we chose that title is, you know, people who really represent the personal values that we have. Um, we want to just be able to honor that. Absolutely.
1: That's awesome. That is incredible. Seriously. So if yeah. someone would want to nominate someone, how
3: would they do that? They can go to our website. We've got a page that's just, you know, you provide us with, contact information for you and whoever you're nominating as well as why you're nominating them and we're going to be reviewing them over the next couple of weeks and months and then we'll you know have a big announcement that's awesome it's
0: incredible yeah that's so cool yeah we and i think we've gone through this and most businesses too like that have a heart for the community it's like how can we give back what can Mm -hmm. we do and especially when covid first hit we really tried to do a lot of support around local businesses and it cracked me up i was um several of our friends so we did like a big giveaway for like teachers specifically kind of working through that like now we're all virtual and stuff like that and so we bought a bunch of gift cards and it was so funny because I was reaching out to my several friends of mine that kind of you know John and several Mm -hmm. of those guys and two and and uh uh, Tyler over at TC screen it was so funny I say I'm like hey we're doing this giveaway I need to pick up some gift cards or whatever and he was like sure how many you need and he was like giving them to us to give away and I was like (laughs) I'm trying to support your business. Yeah. Like let me, buy, <laughs> right. but but that's just a community that we live in. That's yeah. just like, Oh sure. Yeah. We'll give you whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm doing this for you. Like, let, let me help you. Let me bless right. you in that sense too. So let oh, awesome. love, love what you guys are doing. That's so cool.
3: Yeah. Thanks.
2: So it's kind of been cool to um, kind of see you guys open up your storefront or your showroom, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, particularly that's always kind of the scary leap to get like, storefront, you know or anything. Um what advice would you give to new business owners like going out for on their own the first time or making like the scary leap?
3: Well I would say that there is so much advice. There's more advice than I could possibly <laughs> summarize. So
4: And you'd probably get pretty different advice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who takes the microphone? True. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: told Jesse I was like if they ask anything about this let, let me, let answer me answer. <laughs> I, I got this. <laughs> but that being said, I mean, I think that the reality is you have to have an equal heart for being willing to take the risk mm-hmm. and have the mind to know that you can do it in a way that is going to be sustainable and that you have a plan and you're not just throwing caution to the wind without reason. And that's the reason Jesse's saying you would have very different answers depending on who <laughs> you ask because for years – literally years. Jesse has been saying, you know, I want to want a storefront. I want a showroom. I, I just picture the space, you know, and I'm like, how are we going to pay for that? <laughs> Who's going to run it? Like, yeah. you know, all the logistics. Yeah, all the all the logistical things that go into taking any, you know, any big step next in your business is it does take time, resources, but it also takes, you know, being brave, having the vision and it it just goes back to, you know, what i said earlier about us having success i think because of the way that we're able to come at this together from such different ways um you have to believe that you can do it and then and not be afraid of doing it and then you have to do it well Mm -hmm. and you know obviously a lot goes into each of those things but i think that um you know if you are someone who is interested in taking a leap Make sure you have a plan or make sure you have someone who cares about your plan. Yeah. And if you're someone who has a plan but has, you know, so much fear and reservation about taking a step, find someone who believes in you and who is ready to race forward and, you know, hold your hand dragging you along as you go, I don't know that we're ready, you know. <laughs> and so that's what we've been to each other. And I think that's what has allowed us to get everywhere we've ever been.
4: And I would also add to that, I would say uh, don't be afraid to – um you know, temper yourself and pass up on a few things that seem like, oh, this is the right time or this is a good opportunity when at times, you know, they, they can be a big reach and they could be really, you know, taxing to try to make it happen and just, you know, take some time and wait and see if something happens that you're going, okay, I'm this is almost too good to be true that I'm kind of skeptical um, because, you know, truthfully, that's what happened with us. And, You know, we went from, you know, some opportunities that were passed up that, like, I look back on and go, man, I don't think that would have made it, no matter what we did, like, Mm -hmm. no matter how cool we are, like, I don't think we could have made that work in retrospect. And instead, we end up in this super prime location, two doors down from, you know, from Onyx. Our biggest client and best
3: friends. Yeah, I
4: mean, it's like, it's just like, we're making our own little super cool neighborhood down there. And I mean, we're huge buyers and, you know, supporters of downtown Rogers. Mm -hmm. I, you know, again, COVID's kind of, you know, got things kind of muted for the time being, but when we have our breakout, I mean, it's going to be amazing down there. And I can't, I can't wait. We love that. We love that neighborhood. We love that community. Um, You know, we love all of Northwest Arkansas, but, you know, we also love that we like have our little space there Mm -hmm. in in downtown Rogers. So that's incredible. Exciting.
0: Yeah. Well, we had looked at actually some space down there. Uh-huh, we did. Um, and it was just one of those things because I, I still live in Rogers, mm-hmm. and so that downtown area is just very special to me and so always always has been. Uh, so it was really cool. Whenever we did kind of see you guys pop up, I was like, what is that? And then Teff was telling us, he was like, oh, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, uh, We had a microphone fall over. <laughs> and coffee. Did we spill the coffee? No. Oh, okay, good. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Here okay. we go. Hey, hey,
1: hey. Really uh, uh. We have a
2: sandwich. <laughs> Well,
0: Poor Ava. She's, oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> it's okay. We can erase the evidence of this in place, Oh yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no one has to know. No one has <laughs> to, to know. Um
0: But no, we just just love downtown Rogers. And obviously 1907 has just completely changed just, that whole yeah. yeah. I I remember when somebody said that about John moving they, somebody was like, I just can't believe they're like is gonna be downtown Rogers. I was like well, yeah, it's super cool down there. Why wouldn't it be? And they're like, really? It's just people don't didn't have a concept of what that was yeah. down there, and so
4: um, it's actually kind of amazing because uh, years before that, probably four or five years ago, I had walked through that building when it was still the Dollar Saver, yeah, and uh, with my son who was you know no more than three at the time, you know, tugging him around and just going, my gosh, this building is amazing. Like, Mm. I wish I could get my hands on this building and, you know, like turn it into something. And little did I know I was going to get a chance to to get my hands on that building. Um, I'm thankful that I didn't have to do the whole project. Yeah, But I love love that, you know, we got to make our mark in there. And I'm super proud and to this day incredibly excited about the things that we did in that space and just that space you know, cumulatively what it turned out to be is just, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So what's next for American estates?
3: Well, there is a lot of stuff that we have in the works right now. And, and, some of it is stuff that we can't quite share quite yet. <laughs> okay,
0: We'll bring it back for another update. Yeah,
3: but, but the uh, that's just kind of my mysterious tease to, nice, you know, nice. create yeah. intrigue. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, we really do have some really cool things that we are about to step into as a business. Um, we have gone from, you know, as Jesse talked about in the beginning, how it was the two of us working and then sl- growing slowly um we now have a team that blows us away every day with what they're able to produce and um you know it is no longer just the two of us running the show we have a lot of people helping make some really cool things happen and the process of growing to that point has now allowed us to step back from some of the more you know hey we got to execute yeah. these okay. projects to being able to step back and go hey what do we want to do who do we want to be what is next and, um, a lot of the social media content creation, marketing stuff, YouTube channel, you know, we're, we are truly just getting started and, uh, we've got a lot planned that we're going to be producing in the next couple of months and would really encourage anyone to follow along if they're interested in kind of just seeing our, you know, seeing what we have coming up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So where can people follow you guys? If they haven't already.
3: You can follow us. We are American Estates, and that's what we're called on Instagram. And then we've got a YouTube channel. That's American Estates NWA. And then you can follow us on TikTok at American Estates.
0: Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Do we miss anything? No. I was, like, wrapping it up. And You're good. I'm always – I mean, I've already gotten in trouble once, we so I'm go just go making sure. Round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, stay tuned because we are gonna do some rapid fire questions yes. after this. The hidden track, as Jess and I go. were talking, you gotta yeah. gotta have the hidden track. Have uh, so but thank you guys again so much. I and we'll um, we'll have everything linked in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, gorogax.com. Make sure you guys check out the blog there and uh, we'll link to everything and some awesome photography and the videos. Uh, you guys seriously have to go check that out. It's amazing. So but yeah, thanks again, Jess and you appreciate you guys. Awesome. All right, Lauren, rapid fire. Are you ready? I am ready.
3: Are you guys ready? I think so. I think so. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> I like made them real nervous. About. I don't know. I know what I'm are we getting scared, into? Yeah. i it. it. <laughs> How much fire?
1: <laughs>
2: no, not like that. Okay, right. this one's actually a really easy question. Cool. Uh, what is your favorite room in your house?
0: Oh, and oh, why? that's a good question for them, too.
2: I picked it for them.
0: Yeah.
3: My answer would be our living room. Okay. And the reason being, uh, it's the one that we've done the most to. Mm. And it we've really just kind of... Anything that we were interested in trying out kind of landed in the living room. And there are some pieces that were, you know, happy accidents that are like, oh, my gosh, I would never trade this, you know. And it's also where we spend the most of our time. So we hang out there, watch TV, have conversations, do work. It's just it's nice. it's really the center of our home. Nice.
4: Awesome. Uh, my, for me, it would be the kitchen. I love to cook. So, okay, nice. Um, you know, I, I, I love our kitchen. When we moved into our house, it was literally like a, a closet with a, like a stove and a refrigerator in it. And we closed on that house at like five o'clock in the afternoon and went in straight over there, took sledgehammers to it demoed the kitchen uh, big mistake we were without
1: the kitchen for like seven months
4: but you know we expanded the kitchen into a really awesome you know functional shape with a cool island that I just absolutely adore yeah. that we made and uh, I love to cook that's so, so the cool kitchen. that's awesome that's cool what about you
2: Right now we live in a very shoebox home. Um, and so I think it's my bedroom because recently I stripped everything off the walls and like i only have like, we have these old school like window panes that are above our bed and that's it. That's the only decor that's in there. So I have two small children. And so it's just chaos reigning in our house. And so when I go into our my bedroom, like the blue walls and then that, that's it. There's nothing there. And so I can like Trinqually. breathe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, <Simplicity. laughs> it's gonna be okay. You know, so, I mean, and we have a really big comfy chair in the corner. Oh, yeah. So I can just, like, curl up in there, and I'm good.
0: I was going nice. to say, when you said we ripped everything off the walls, was it the children that were ripping everything off no. the walls? Or was it okay? I <laughs> still have, like, <laughs> a
2: very tall baby gate that's, like, locked. Like, sorry, this is an adult space. <laughs> this is my fortress. I still that's find right. dinosaurs and Legos in my bed, but <laughs> I try. <laughs>
1: all
0: right. Mine's not as cool as all of you guys' by the way. Because, Well, I say that. I mean, I have my – semi like man cave um, a little yeah. bit so we moved. A cave yeah it is it's, yeah so <laughs> when we, we moved into this house and it was uh, last year and it's uh, like a walkout basement so it's just a single level mm-hmm. and then then like the kids rooms and stuff are downstairs and then there's this like media type room it used to be like a pool table room mm-hmm. and you went into it it was all red it was like blood red oh, with like black blotches all of it it was definitely <laughs> like a billiards type room Yeah. and so we came in first week and just completely painted it like a light gray so that yes. way it's like open it up but I uh, got a little kegerator in the corner and now I have TV and some like reclining seats yeah. and so it, it is a, it's a man cave how many it locks is, you got on that door there only one but we keep the key we got little so we keep the key way up and like make sure every night that thing is locked up yeah they actually broke one of my recliners mm-hmm. like the first time we left it open and i was like never again i was yep. like never again
2: my so, child also threw sunflower seeds all through that room oh, that's
1: right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
0: kids do get to use it sometimes which is so sad cuz i'm like if i was a kid i'd be like this is, i so want to watch cool. everything Heaven. in yeah. here yeah but yeah. Uh, no sorry yeah anyway all right okay
2: fill in the blank Taylor Swift is... Oh, goodness. <laughs> a singer?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> a question mark? That's, I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> Maybe? I don't know.
4: <laughs> Not happy with Kanye West. Oh. oh. Man,
0: that's real social. I like that. All right. yeah. So... Oh, dang it. I always have a long answer. Yes, <laughs> you <Taylor>, do. <laughs> okay. Taylor Swift is is interesting in my book because somebody else just did she have a new documentary that came out and there was a podcast i listened to that has nothing to do with it and they're like we're gonna like dissect this documentary and about okay. how like intrigue like all the things she's in and like how hard working and all this stuff but then she's also kind of you know uh, what was the on word the she's like <laughs> yeah on the <laughs> brink yeah it's like okay but anyway yeah what about you? That was a random. That was I know. Very but random.
2: people have like pretty passionate opinions about Taylor Swift, and she's this, this random cultural icon <laughs> that people are like, you love you hate. I
0: don't know. Yeah. I don't
2: know. She's confusing to me. Yeah. Confusing. Her la- that was, her, her, that was it's like, a good
0: <laughs>
3: words.
1: <laughs> confusing. Her, her yes. latest
3: album. I was like, I don't know what to think about this. I haven't listened to it yet. So it. I. Yeah. That's probably why my response yeah. was like, hmm? was just, <laughs> I haven't haven't dipped into that yet.
0: She um, just launched it, right? Yeah. And she didn't say anything about it. It Was like, oh yeah, tomorrow, and then it launched, which yeah, was, it was huge. What? Ava, just, just shout out to Ava, friend of the show. <laughs> Not cat. a fan of uh, silencing your phone, but that's all right. It was <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, that's a good that's a good thing to end on. Yeah. Let's well, leave it in there. All right, we'll see you guys later. Quinton,
1: uh, tranquility base here. The eagle has landed.